Hey, it's podcast time. Uh, it's Get Geekish here. I'm Beto. That's Derek over there. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, as always, we do this mostly every week. Sometimes we get lazy and sometimes I'm uh, behind I, on my editing. But uh, we appreciate you for tuning in, listening, I watching. I wouldn't say like, you know, getting sick is lazy. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I care saying. about I care about our listeners. OK, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, we decided this week we're going to talk a little bit about the the crossover. It's been the multiverse of madness, not the Doctor Strange movie, but you know, yeah, because we're we're not going to dive into the Marvel universe. They've just been the ones that have kind of perfected the crossovers as of late. Like, if you haven't seen the new Spider-Man movie, spoilers: there are some cameos and crossovers that are absolutely amazing for anyone that's a fan of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And just about every Marvel movie, you can count on numerous different crossovers. And I, I feel like I got to throw this out there right now because as I was looking at some of the cameos and crossovers of TV history, there seems to be a discrepancy of people that don't grasp the difference between a cameo and an actual crossover <laughs> episode. All right. So educate us then. Yeah. Like I, I'm going to go this when we're talking crossovers. I'm going to talk episodes that actually are written to where another show is a part of the show they're in. Just because you see a Bart Simpson doll on the bookshelf in the back of a Family Guy episode doesn't mean that's a crossover. Just because the Simpsons intro has Rick and Morty doesn't mean that's a crossover. This is a cameo they show up in it, right? Right. Or like, um, well, God, what was it? I mean, the, so I mean, the, 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 the <laughs> I night, don't know well, what you're uh, talking about. My brain stopped. My brain stopped. So like the the. 60s kind of dabbled in some of the crossover episodes, right? They did some weird ones with like, especially the animated ones was like Three Stooges and Scooby-Doo and the Harlem Globetrotters showed up animated. And then they even showed up on an episode of Gilligan's Island. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you got the 90s and the 2000s, which did crossover episodes kind of almost in like the multiverse type of thing. And they did that, you know, they walked with those so the Marvel Universe could run. I mean, yeah, the comic books have been doing them for a while, but I mean... Well, see, I, I think the the what makes it different is the, the crossovers that a lot of the Marvel one does, is they have this franchise to pull from in this world they're building from it. True. So many of the sitcom crossovers that we're going to focus on uh, were nothing short of cash grabs and trying to get people to watch other shows on networks back in the day when you had to watch TV on television when it was on every week right <laughs> like I, I and the the fox network in the 90s and early 2000s was probably one of the worst at this every oh. show every season had some sort of crossover from some other new show they were starting and some of them there's a few they're okay but most of them were complete garbage but uh, so and that was kind of like a i mean that was kind of a death sentence right because if they put a show on there it was like hey check out this show because not enough people are you know, looking at it like, um, what was it like? I don't know if we've talked about this before because it's clicking my brain, but the on Bones, they tried to do like a two episode arc or something like that with a show that Sleepy just. Sleepy Hollow. Well, they know they did that one and they did another one too. Sleepy Hollow at least lasted long. I never watched, not watch it, but it lasted longer than some of the other ones. The other one is like the closer, not the closer, the. Oh, the Finder. The Finder. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, see, Bones, only... Bones was on Fox. It had the Sleepy Hollow, which we talked about, which to me is still 
one of the worst ideas for a crossover when you have a show that's about nothing but forensic science yeah. crosses over with a show about a dude that traveled through time to solve supernatural mysteries. That like, was no, a, no, that was no, no. a that was a stretch. <laughs> well, I mean, like, but, but, they, but they did the Finder, which at least contextually in the story, the Bones crossover with the Finder kind of made sense. Like, you could yeah. tell it was just a grab trying to get people to watch this new show, which wasn't that good. But in the context of the show, it you could see it kind of makes sense in, the, in certain aspects. Now, another one that Fox did with Bones uh, was a bit of a curveball when they crossed over Bones with Family Guy. What? Yeah, there was an episode where Booth kept running into... Uh, like images of Stewie and Stewie was giving advice and telling things how to go on. So there's this, it was this weird juxtaposition. Of the episode, it just felt off, but they made it make sense because as much as you were thrown off kilter that there's Stewie from the family guy talking to bones throughout the episodes. And it turns out he's hallucinating because of a brain tumor brings do it I all rem- back home. Do I remember that? I think I do remember that one. Maybe I've yeah. blocked that one out. It was it was a weird episode that when all was said and done, it made it. it uh, I, I dare I say it made sense, <laughs> but <laughs> like throughout the episode, you're like, "Are you kidding me, Fox? Come on now, like what's, what's just air a commercial on? and let's get back to the show." <laughs> <laughs> and what's Wait. the other ones they had there? Uh, X Files had a handful of uh, cameos. They did one where they crossed over with cops. And that was kind of clever because it wasn't necessarily a full crossover, but they actually did an entire episode of the X-Files like it was on Cops. So that first person jumpy camera following Mulder and Scully around to try and solve this mystery of a supernatural kind. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a fun crossover. Like, here we're going to do our show in the style of another show for kicks. That, I kind of got into that. And then on the opposite side, the X-Files then also showed up on The Simpsons. I remember that was one of the great ones where Mr. Burns was taking his medication and wandering through the night and people thought he was an alien. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the Simpsons right there has done, they've like perfected the cameos and dare I say crossovers where they've incorporated like different things, you know, from different Fox episodes. But I mean, the Simpsons is so, it's animated. So when you're watching it, you're like, oh, it kind of makes sense. Right. Yeah, you could, you could pull from anything and it's not off kilter. Like, <laughs> but like the things the things that you know I look at that that again, like you said with the Sleepy Hollow and the Bones one, like a stretch. Like, I'm, I want to say this was the Harlem Globetrotters and Gilligan's Island. Like Gilligan's Island towards the later years was struggling, so they did like the crossover things like that, and it never made sense because those people got off the island. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they didn't. So, and that that's going way back. And I can only say that I've seen reruns of that, so it doesn't make sense. But I mean, one of the main ones that I kind of brought up with this one, again, is the the whole kind of like, it made sense is, and it made sense also because Supernatural is a far out there show. I mean, they started off kind of on the ground and then they just went with it. <laughs> You're talking super, Supernatural Scooby-Doo crossover Hell episode? Yeah, I am. That is, that is, I think one of the best crossover episodes on TV today. Yeah, we're, we're not alone. That, that that was the top of almost every list I looked at too. Of, of one of the best crossover episodes ever. It is just so <laughs> much fun, and it makes us. It makes a lot of sense. I remember when I was first watched, you know, Supernatural. A lot it had Scooby Doo vibes. I'm like, oh, this reminds me of Scooby Doo. And like I said, it was more based on like you know, fun. Let's track down the monster type of thing. And then, like I said, as the show progressed, they got way out there with stuff, and they just went with it. But yeah, the Scooby Doo episode was just fantastic. 
in how it was done and they made it make sense so it still flows with the supernatural universe mm-hmm. but and i know you 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 weren't you're not big into supernatural and everything but you watched the episode right yeah that was one of the ones that's like and before anybody jumps out of their seat i don't dislike supernatural i just haven't watched it because i'm too afraid of the commitment i have to make because there be able is to stop. so many seasons <laughs> of that show man because oh by all by everything i've heard about the show i should love it i just haven't made able to, to, to just go down that road to put that kind of commitment into my life <laughs> <laughs> there's just there's so much to that show but I mean that that episode. I think that episode got a lot of people who weren't into Supernatural, who never really watched it, to tune in. Because I mean, Scooby Doo has been doing crossover episodes since they started in the seventies, right? Like they had. Well, f- they, they didn't do that many crossover episodes that I know. Or did they, they just have br- like guest stars? Yeah, they brought a lot of guest stars. Was one of their their claims to fame is that that was kind of I think where the Simpsons got the ideas because so many Scooby Doo episodes they'd bring in and animate a famous celebrity or a group or a band or a sports team and put them in the episode. And it was like a really, really big deal. So it, uh, well, it's kind of fun too, when you're watching shows like that, I mean, and aside from the bones where it's like a blatant, like, Oh, Hey, this show exists. Please go watch this one. This one's cool. When they, when the way supernatural did, it was like, it was a, Hey, you already know this exists and this exists in our universe too. So, you know, it's like the, Oh, type of thing and that's where it kind of clicks with the multiverse is you're like oh okay that that exists they're in the same realm mm-hmm. kind of like what step by step did with i don't remember the show was it step by step in uh full house no, not false uh no full house did it too full house did it with family matters um yeah good old urkel came over to to mm-hmm. make uh was it stephanie feel better about having to wear glasses or somebody have to wear glasses Man, something along those lines but it was one of those ones too where it was like both those shows were successful at the time right and mm-hmm. yes it was a cash grab it was a hey people let's check this out and like I guess, again the 90s were all about that you know they're like hey these two shows are successful bam check it out everybody's going to tune in they're already watching tgif as it is so those those make sense to me too because if it's all the tgif shows crossing over you've got a a pretty solid grasp on who the audience of those shows is same Mm -hmm. if you had crossovers between different soap operas during daytime tv like it's the same audience it's the crossovers where you have the tgif uh family show crossing over with some like TV MA horror murder mystery like what 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 <laughs> no it that's exactly it I mean it's it's the one because I, I we keep going back to bones I know there's other especially Fox Fox was the worst <laughs> about this you. every time you go through the list you're like there's another Fox show there's another Fox yeah, show if, uh, Fox was the absolute worst with this with going through shows because they were just they were struggling I think in the early 2000s to, to try to find their staple to try to find that show because I mean they had some successful shows i.e. bones so they're trying to like piggyback off that success to say, hey, this is successful. I think NBC did it too because like Graham, I don't think crossed over, but I remember NBC had a couple shows where they're like, well, yeah, I mean, hey. it, it was a network, t- network TV stable because they got to market the heck out of it because you, you could hear that voice right now, couldn't you? Coming this Thursday, the epic crossover event you've been waiting for. Like... <laughs> And then you're thinking in your head, was I waiting for this? <laughs> I know I wasn't. And it, it wasn't just to think, as it was recent too. I mean, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine and New Girl crossed over. Oh my God! That so I was trying to think of what New Girl crossed over with, and that's right, they did that one worked because it wasn't like a blatant like, hey, it, it works, kind of. 
Yeah, it was, a, it was a crossover. That was a crossover where like a character from the show ends up living in the same universe as another show. And okay, well, you know, that's, that's entertaining. All right, mm-hmm. go with that. I mean, it's uh, always been one of those ones too, where you're watching, especially as a kid, when you're watching these, you're like, these have got to exist, right? In the same mm-hmm. one, like when the Ninja Turtles crossed over with the Power Rangers. Oh. <laughs> Power Rangers not, in space with the worst turtles ever. And that not great, but it's still it's one of those ones you're like, ah, oh, cool. They they're in the same they're in the same thing. Why aren't they helping each other out? <laughs> if we're on superhero route, that's not Marvel or DC. We could do Phineas and Ferb when they crossed over with the Avengers. Dude, they also crossed over with Star Wars. So that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the Phineas and Ferb writers they had they had a, they had a lot to work with. They did. They the, the, I mean, being a Disney property, mm-hmm. you have the world at your fingertips, like legit. <laughs> And I mean, we look at a lot of these things and I mean, animation, you go back to the early 60s, there was an entire series based of nothing other than a giant crossover. Remember the old wacky Wacky races? races. Yep. That was a 16 episode series where they just gathered every licensed animated character they could find and then threw them in a giant race against each other. Back when Hanna-Barbera was king. But was it only 16 episodes? I feel like I've watched way more I think there might have been episodes. more, but the, the original one, there was just the 68 series only had 16 episodes, but I think they brought it back and updated it a few times. Well, and then you look at it, too. I mean, you look at it. So those are like fun crossovers, right? And again, Fox did the crossovers, but it was like the blatant, like, hey, check out a show. Then you have movies who just try too hard and... I'm going to poo-poo on this movie real quick because it was not good. It was a letdown, and that's you're, Space you're Jam 2. You're going to mud pants all over this? Yeah, mud butt. Um, <laughs> Space Jam New Legacy or whatever was just a blatant Warner Brothers property vomit in your eyes of like, hey, remember we have this show and 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 this show. Look, they're all right here. <gasps> How many can you spot? And it's just like, Okay. I, I, I still have yet to watch the new Space Jam because I'm worried about that exact little phenomenon. But They had some cool little moments. Now, let's take it back. They only had like one cool moment that made me actually go. <laughs> but other than that, it's most of the time it's like, okay, yeah, you, you own Harry Potter. Oh, cool. Yeah, you, you own Game of Thrones and you threw Game of Thrones into a kid's movie for whatever reason. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, you're part of Wonder Woman. Okay, cool. It's just, I don't, I don't know. It, it tried way too hard and just vomited pop culture all over you. <laughs> and after I got done watching, I was like, I'm never going to watch that again. It didn't that, have the charm as the first I feel like that would be a Warner Brothers thing because I was just thinking about that when we were kind of avoiding the, the DC superhero crossovers because their entire TV show universe, everything is based on crossovers. Oh, yeah. And they went a few steps further instead of just having, you know, Arrow doesn't just show up in Legends of Tomorrow or Supergirl doesn't just show up in Batwoman. They make it so these things happen in the shows, and if you don't watch the show on a different show, you get lost to what's happening in the show you're actually watching. There's a couple of ones like with The Flash and The Arrow that if you watch The Flash and you don't go stop and watch four or five episodes of The Arrow that they crushed over with, they come back, what's going on? I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> well, that's I think that's what actually got me so... You know, I was watching Arrow for a little bit, and then they did the crossover 
episode with the flash and that's what got me to watch the flash for a little bit so it did work mm-hmm. but at the same time i'm like this is too much work and i stopped watching both of them <laughs> yeah so <laughs> well, too, I, I liked them both but i stopped arrow about have a season four or five and i just i'm like i i it was it was complicated as soon as i had to try and think about which episode i needed to watch next from which show i'm like forget it i'll just watch something else well and i mean i guess that's good that's kind of how it is with any superhero show is or show or movie. I mean, you look at Spider-Verse, you might be a little lost if you hadn't seen all of the Spider-Mans to kind of know some of the things. They did a good job trying to tie in the different stuff. Mm -hmm. But had you not watched them, it might have been a little confusing. I think that's why, like, the simple sitcom worked of, hey, it's Urkel. Everybody knew who Urkel was. Even if you didn't watch the show, you knew who Urkel was. So when he showed up in, you know, Full House, you're like, I'm not going to watch the show, but type of thing and like when the beach boys showed up in full house you're like oh cool the okay this is this is my world here you know type of thing making it, it was i'm not saying the episodes with the beach boys were the greatest they were kind of weird <laughs> but it it was one of those ones where it kind of kept it grounded and you're like okay cool you know you know i i realized just this is this is off topic of where we got our topic we were trying to figure out if we talked about this before i think both of us are thinking back to our old episodes where we talked about spin-off episodes and spin-off oh, series oh yeah, yeah because a yeah. lot of the crossovers ended up being spin-offs turning into spin-offs i think that's where a lot of that confusion came from in our memories <laughs> well and that's the thing too you're right because like what more can the mindy more can the mindy more can mindy was a spin-off but Mm. that spinoff was like hey and they went back to happy days for a little bit and they did some of the crossover stuff so yeah you're you're right so well, yeah these are the, one of the cameos i forgot about those great uh did you watch uh, parks and recreation i did okay remember good old little sebastian i do do you know that he ended up in an episode of the good place yes actually yes <laughs> that was glorious <laughs> Oh man! Well, and see, that's the thing too. Is like little little Easter eggs like that work too. But it like, it's hard. I think when you take two properties right that are well known, or even one that's not well known and one that's well known, and you just try to merge them together to make something work, it's probably gonna be like be kind of flat. Um, God, what well, Nickelodeon shows did that a lot too. I think they still do it, honestly, because I think I remember seeing previews. But like the, you know, not the animated ones, but the animated did too. But that's different. But like, I think every cartoon is crossed over with a cartoon. There's one. I mean, there's GI Joe and Transformers. There's Archer and Bob's Burgers. Oh, that do that episode was great though. <laughs> oh, that's another one. That's oh, that is a I forgot so that, about that, that one. Because that worked, cause they had the end of the end of the same voice actor, and who, they acknowledged it too. They, they, I, I think <laughs> he's one of my favorite voices. He voices Archer and Bob, and then he. <laughs> See, and that worked. That, that I forgot about that episode. It's great. But I mean, that's the thing is like animation, you don't question it, right? Mm-hmm. But like you said, when you're watching Bones and something from Sleepy Hollow, which is a supernatural, like kind of like crime fighting thing shows up and you're like. Yeah, if you're going to cross over Bones, wouldn't you cross it over with House or CSI Miami or something that like makes sense right. in that kind of world? Like <laughs> That's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer showing up in NYPD Blue. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Sip a wit skit over here. This girl said she saw a vampire. What? The vampire? What is she on? Drugs? You know what's funny is there's only a small margin of people that are going to get that reference, but... Yeah, it happens. I got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you go back... If you literally search almost any sitcom in the past 40s, you can probably find some sort of crossover episode or cameo. If it, yeah, if it is at if least it lasted, one If it lasted a few seasons, yeah. Um, one of my... 
love-hate crossovers was uh, back in the Married with Children days. The uh, Friends fans might know that Matt LeBlanc was actually a recurring character in Married with Children. He was. He good was? Old, yep. He was Vinny Verducci. He was one of Kelly Bundy's boyfriends for a while. So they decided to, Fox, decided to make a spinoff of Married with Children. Instead of having a uh, loser, low-life, deadbeat dad that's a shoe salesman, he's going to have a friend named Charlie Verducci that is also a swindling low-life that lives in the other side of Chicago and have a spinoff episode about him and his son, Vinny. So they had an entire episode of Married with Children of the crossover of their interactions to try and hype up the release of that secondary show. And I think it lasted a season or season and a half. But <laughs> What's the, funny is you, you look at it, right? And I would say the crossover shows or the, the ones where they had a camp, a substantial camera, not just like, Hey, but like one that actually like draws attention to it. That and the quote unquote recap episodes are like just filler. They're, they're the lazy writing of like, we ran out of something. We need to do something. We don't have enough episodes. Because I remember being a kid, I hated when my favorite TV show, like my sitcom, and the, the 90s sitcoms were worst of the, you turn it on and it's like, oh, we're going to do this. And like, they don't have a budget or something like that. So they're like, let's remember our thing. And they just play a greatest hits clip of the past seasons. You're like, oh, oh the greatest God. hits episodes. Oh, that was the worst. I hate those so much. And what's funny is I was watching a show called Big City Greens. Um, it's fantastic cartoon that's on disney plus by the way but they made fun of those and it was just spot on but anyway that <laughs> that's kind of what it brings to mind is like with the the crossover ones i feel like they were just uh hey we need to make this work somehow and we need some filler episodes yeah it was either a filler <laughs> episode or hey we need to promote this amount because i mean even if you watch the finder episodes of bones it kind of throws off the rhythm of the show because mm. I think it was the that was the finder thing was like a two or three episode arc where you're watching and you're like this just can we skip? <laughs> Back then we couldn't, right? But now you can. <laughs> Things still on demand. <sighs> but I this was pretty much just talking about because I don't I don't think I have a feeling of they're good or they're bad because there's some crossovers that are great and there's a Here's, lot that are. Worthless. There's <laughs> one that we forgot. Oh, the m kind of Muppet crossover with Scrubs, where Elmo shows up and <laughs> they kind of have they JD has those daydreams about it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It was it wasn't like a full on thing, but it was it's it's, it's funny when you're watching. <laughs> you're like what? And again, Scrubs made it work because of the, the thing, or maybe I'm just biased because I love the show. Digress. Technically, would almost all the Muppet movies be crossovers? Because yeah, they're taking other stories and putting the Muppets in them. So I mean, they, they you know, <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're right, you're right. So I mean, like, okay, what do you think crossovers would still work nowadays? Do you think? I mean, because it was streaming, it's kind of maybe thrown, and especially since everything's like, you know, Netflix has their own strings of shows, and then. Amazon has their own streams. Do you think now that everything's just on demand and streaming, it's going to work as well as network TV? Do you think it would work? I, I, they still do them. So obviously it still works to a point, but I think they have to be careful with them because the, you, you cross over and basically people create their own universes. Marvel's got their universe. DC has their universe. Netflix could very easily have their own universe of something to go on there with it. But <laughs> You're watching you, an episode of you and somebody from Bridgerton shows up. You're like, what the heck? Yeah, it's it's the... <laughs> The, 
I, what I wish could happen to some of these streaming services, especially some of the older properties, if there's a way they could bring some cameos from actors of past shows into new ones and kind of bring it back that way after shows have already ended, I think could be kind of fun for something like you like get... with technology, like CGI or actually no, 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 no. The, bring the... in actors. Yeah. Okay. The CGI, I mean, that could be entertaining too. It would probably just look trashy for the budgets most of them have, but find a way to you know retrofit a few other characters into something and you know use some old old clip footage to make something really funny but i mean it's it, it's, it, it's 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 it, a marketing pitch but at the yeah. same point it is also fun like a supernatural scooby doo it was amazing if you can find something that is a niche that fits why not have fun with the show especially when the shows now could do it as a way of we're making the show to have fun and if they put their effort into having an extra episode that has this, it's not the, oh, we've got to fill 16 episodes when we wrote 12. we got to pull this on there like it used to be. It's mm-hmm. A lot of the writers now seem to have to be thinking ahead of time of exactly how the show is going to go. So why not have a, a Christmas special that crosses over with something else or throw in some other characters from another show just to see you know what would happen. Look, look what Marvel's animated did with the what if. I mean, that, those comics have been around for years and just that idea of what would happen if this was like this. I could see that working with a lot of different sitcoms and universes, and it's a much cooler way of asking what if it would be if this was the question than, oh, this happened, but it was all a dream. Oh, my God, those are the worst, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I I don't know. I think I think maybe the time of the crossovers in that and sitcom world and everything like that have kind of come and gone, but... I don't know. I, 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 I just think you're hard pressed to find many sitcoms now that have a big enough audience that a crossover would actually work with. Well, I just think you're hard pressed to find a show that a lot of people are invested in, you know, especially with streaming now, like the shows last two to three seasons and they're done. And some of them struggle to get off the floor as it is. And I think it's kind of hard because you don't have that four staple networks anymore, right? Mm-hmm. You have the network TV, and then you have all these streaming services that are doing their own things and they have their own actors and everything like that. And I think now it's just a little bit more twisty and termy and wibbly wobbly, if you will, to kind of get a crossover to happen. You look at Doctor Who working with, uh, crap, what's the... Torchwood? Yeah, thank you. Working with that one, you know, it worked. Same kind of universe, same kind of stuff. Um, Scooby-Doo, Supernatural, same kind of universe, same kind of stuff, right? Type of thing. I, I think I have a, not a solution necessarily. Oh. But the problem with a lot of the shows, especially ones that we watch now to the streaming, everything is so timely and based because you're binging it or the episodes leave in a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Back in the sitcom days, episodes were 24 minutes long. There was an <laughs> intro. There was an opening. There was a problem. There was some drama. And then everything ended up happy. And then Unless they the did epi- the two can be two, two yeah, and the episode thing. is over. So the the rest of the world can be other way, but almost every show you watch now, you get to the end credits, and either you're already watching the next episode or you're drooling for it to happen next Monday because something's about to happen, and you mm-hmm. can't mess up that continuity. Like, oh yeah, uh, you know, Black Widow's hanging from Hawkeye's hand off the edge of a cliff. What's going to happen? Oh, by the way, on Tuesday, catch Black Widow in this crossover and this other thing. She's going to be making cakes with Leslie from New Girl. Like. No, 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 no. She's about to die. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's your, I think it just, it takes some of the suspense away too, because that was, that was one of the things. I mean, remember what, remember when TV was huge about not necessarily incorporating other episodes, but they'd have those stingers at the bottom that would show up when you're watching and it would say like, Hey, new episode of this on Tuesdays. And then it would go away. 
And then for whatever reason, sometimes it just got bigger. And then some shows started to acknowledge that because they knew exactly when it was going to pop up. They're like, okay, nope, take your time. All right, it's done. So it's like kind of breaking the fourth wall there. You're like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. You go, you go back and watch it now. You're like, what is this all about? <laughs> what are they talking about? A talking dog. What? I don't know. I just think it'd be, I, I think like your solution might work, but I think it's a little hard pressed because of the way that the streaming thing is. It'd be weird. You're sitting there, I don't know, watching, I don't know, like what's the thing you're watching the Witcher, right? And all of a sudden a squid game pops up and you're like, wait, what the heck? <laughs> Obviously that's not going to happen because Witcher's its own little IP, but still it's, it's still kind of, see somebody like I, maybe it should be me. I should get rich doing this. Somebody at Netflix should start writing some of these things into the stories uh, where it's not a crossover necessarily, but say, well, it's like Stranger Things and Squid Game. Or not Stranger Things. Uh, what's another recent thing? S- something on there. Some Whatever. I can't think <laughs> of specific shows that would work. But you write something to the story where they're watching another show that's airing on Netflix as part of the show. And then the very end of it or something, they're talking about it or something like that as a way of like they're in that world too, but they're watching the same thing you are as a way of promoting it, but not making them be a part of that other show. Yeah, but I think you just nailed it on the head when you're sitting there, you're like, I can't think of another show right now because everybody is, you know, they binge what they want to binge. Like, and it, it works too, because I don't think, I mean, yeah, there's those collective shows that everybody watches, but it's not like back in the nineties where it was like, again, for network channels where everybody was watching type mm-hmm. of thing now it's kind of like you have it's it's clicks in high school all over again you have the people who watch these shows you have the people who watch these shows sometimes they cross over with the one show but most of the time it's like ew i don't watch that show type I've, of thing. I've, I've realized i watch far too much science fiction because i'm trying to <laughs> try to think of two shows that <laughs> take place at the same time period that have the same use of technology and i'm like i can't do it and that's the thing too is also there's like Bridgerton wouldn't work with Skid Game, Squid Game, because that's a Witcher. No, no, because that's a, no, she's Stranger looking at her magic and... cauldron and oh, what's going to happen next week on Squid Game? <laughs> Come here, Geralt. <laughs> oh man, yeah. See, I was going to ask what you want to see crossed over for shows, but I just don't think it would work. I don't. Maybe somebody's going to prove me wrong. All right, so prove me wrong. What shows do you think would work great crossed over? And keep in mind that it's probably going to have to be a Netflix show with a Netflix show. It can't be in like a Netflix with Amazon because they don't play nice with each yeah, other. Yeah, you got to get shows but... that'll play nice together. That's that's the only only stipulation. That's your job. Go to our social media pages and <laughs> tell us a modern crossover that could happen and should happen. And what was one of your favorite crossover episodes from the the aughts in the nineties? The aughts. That sounds so weird. We're so that's old. So well, I heard some kids referring to the 1990s as the 19th century. I wanted to bang my head against a wall. Oh, <laughs> Sipowitz! <laughs> All right. Well, let us know. Ad Gigas, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, and uh, we will talk at you next week. <laughs>